0: Hey, this is Scott Todnum and you're listening to the Life is the Future podcast, a podcast for health education, middle school and life in general. Hey, everyone, it's Friday again. So here's another check in from me to you during the COVID-19 pandemic and quarantine time. This is one of the last weeks I will be doing my weekly trivia question and wacky facts. I've been trying to give a little taste of what really happens in the health classroom each and every Friday. In sixth grade, we do something called Wacky Facts, and at seventh grade level, we do a weekly trivia question. So, last two weeks here, and these trivia questions tend to get grosser and grosser as the actual health quarter goes on. You're noticing that if you've been listening in. You can backtrack all these episodes that I've done. You can listen in. I've done some things like, what happens to swallowed gum? Why do we burp? Um, What is sweat, what is spit, (laughs) what is earwax, what's a booger, stuff like that. So this week, the trivia question is, what is puke, aka vomit? (laughs) Alright, so we try and do the trivia question without the help of the internet. So here's a chance for you to think, what is it and why do we puke? Why do we vomit? That's maybe the most important question. In fact, we'll make that the trivia question why do we throw up all right we'll get you that answer to what is puke at the end of this podcast in the meantime i have wacky facts for you and our wacky facts have gone all over the place in the last few weeks we've gone from amazing people to the animal kingdom to wacky laws wacky criminals we even did some wacky questions all right so we're going to come right back around today with human growth and reproduction and sexuality facts and these are going to be appropriate for any age Let's start with the fact that you share your birthday with almost 10 million other people in the world. In fact, you share your actual birth date, the day, month, and to the year with somewhere around 400,000 other people. Some people might be the exact same minute old as you. In order for reproduction to take place, we have to have a connection, a relationship. So let's talk a little bit about that relationship piece. The average amount of time spent kissing someone that is not a family member is anywhere up to 20,000 minutes in a person's lifetime. Kissing can burn calories. They say that kissing passionately can burn up to about 25 calories in a minute. More about reproduction. The cells that are used to reproduce are, of course, known as the sperm cell and the egg cell. The largest cell in the human body is the egg cell. The smallest cell in the human body is the sperm cell. So in contrast, that's pretty impressive. From each person, they're going to bring in chromosomes, of course, 23 generally to make 46 in that double helix known as deoxyribonucleic acid. Back to the egg cell, the average lifespan of the egg cell, which is also known as an ovum, that's around 12 to 24 hours. At that point, it just disintegrates or it's flushed out of the body with what's known as the menstrual flow. A person born with ovaries that produce the egg cells for human life. Well, they're born with all of the possible ova or egg cells that they will ever need. They're just not mature yet upon birth. Basically at birth, that's between one and two million potential eggs. Obviously those aren't used in a person's lifetime. And as they get mature, that means about 300,000 to 400,000 that could be fertilized. If at least one is released per month after a person begins puberty, that could be up to maybe 30, 32, 34 years. That means about 400 mature eggs are usable in a person's lifetime. In contrast, a person born with testicles that produce the sperm cells to start human life, they are not born with all of the sperm cells needed. In fact, those don't begin production until puberty. At that point, sperm cells live about two to three days, maybe 36 hours. During sexual contact, if healthy sperm cells get into a person who is born with a uterus, then they can live as long as five to seven days in that other person's body. Sperm cells look a little bit like a tadpole swimming. They have a sensor on their nose and a really long tail. And sperm cells receptors are searching for the odor that's released by the egg cell. Upon the release of sperm cells that's in this fluid known as semen, the sperm cells are so microscopic that if we took away that whitish, clearish fluid and only had the cells, Between 100 and 600 million sperm cells are so tiny they could all fit on the head of a pin. Things get so microscopic that they get measured in terms of microns. A micron is short for micrometer, which is a unit of measurement equal to one millionth of a meter. A micron is actually 0.000039 ths of an inch. Sperm cells are so small they only measure two to three microns across. If a sperm cell meets up with an egg cell, it is not the first sperm cell to meet the egg. There's a big misconception that it's this big race for all these cells to find the egg that's up past the uterus into the fallopian tubes of a person's body. It's not a race. Many of those cells all work together. And so you could have been the 10th, the 100th, the 10,000th sperm cell to make the egg. At that point, the egg allows one of the sperm cells in, the tail drops off and disintegrates, no other sperm cells are allowed in, and the head of the sperm becomes the nucleus of that growing cell. That's the miracle of life. At that point, we don't call the a cell, it's known as a zygote for the first few weeks. After that, we call it an embryo for the next few weeks. And then of course, after that, we know as that growing body as a fetus. During pregnancy, the average person's uterus containing that growing child can expand up to 500 times its normal size. It's about the size of a person's fist. So for uterus owners, or mothers as a lot of times they're known as, that could be an expected weight gain of 20 to 30 pounds, and that's still healthy. Human pregnancy is a lot of times rounded to nine months. Well, in actuality, it's 40 weeks, and we break that up into three trimesters. Basically, the first three months, the second three months, and then the final three months. However, babies don't always go 40 weeks for a full term. Some babies are born prematurely. Every single day, we have over 1,000 babies in the US born early. A couple of funny things during growth and reproduction for babies. Something that I mentioned in previous podcasts is that babies are born with either dark brown or dark blue eyes and then that color can change within the first few days of life. But we know that everybody starts out colorblind. You're born with more bones than you will end up with as an adult because a lot of those fuse together, especially the bones of the skull. Some of the other bones that continue to grow include something as simple as the kneecaps. Babies are born without fully developed kneecaps, and those start to appear within the first few years of life. The number of multiple births in humans continues to rise. It's not as common as a single human birth. Obviously, you know some twins in life. We have triplets, quadruplets, quintuplets, sextuplets, septuplets, and we've had two women in history with eight babies, and they all lived known as octuplets. Now that's less and less likely because of the danger it puts on the mom as well as some of the other growing fetuses. Many babies are born on Tuesdays, compared to any other day of the week. Sundays are actually the least busiest for hospital deliveries, or at least historically had been, because most doctors did not schedule C-sections for Sundays. Those are known as cesarean sections, which dates back to Caesar's time. He was not the first born under a C-section, but a successful surgery to save the baby through the abdomen was done at that time, and we've been doing those ever since. And I think we'll end with this last fact about growth, reproduction, and sexuality. At the time you were born, you were briefly the youngest person in the entire world. Alright, that's obviously not all of the facts about human growth, reproduction, and sexuality, but there's a few just for your Friday. Let's get to our trivia question, which has nothing to do with those wacky facts unless we consider that vomiting is a very natural part of the pregnancy that humans go through. Early on, especially in the first trimester, a mother can vomit regularly, sometimes called morning sickness, in fact. And that's just kind of the outcome of the fluctuation in hormone levels during pregnancy As everything's slowing down digestion, and that can trigger things like heartburn, indigestion, and acid reflux. So what is puke, what is vomit, and why do we throw up? Well, if you said that it's half-digested food or liquid and it's mixed with some of the stomach acids that you have, you got it right, nicely done. And that makes a quick exit up your throat and out of your mouth for a variety of reasons. Some of those reasons that puke could come up is because there's a virus or other germs in your stomach or intestines. It could be we've eaten food with a lot of bacteria. It could be that we're feeling nervous, or maybe we spun too fast we were on some type of ride or even something simple like a merry-go-round it could be something like overeating that triggers that vomit reflex but whatever the cause the muscles in your stomach and intestine are trying to save you so they push the food up instead of down right back up the esophagus and out of your mouth and that comes up with some force if you know that vomiting feeling you know it's not very pleasant the mouth gets ready it starts to produce a lot more saliva that's going to kind of coat the mouth for that whole process and up it comes Okay, now that we're all thoroughly grossed out, let's give you just a few wacky facts of the animal kingdom and their vomiting habits out there. I've given you a couple of these in previous weeks, but I'll repeat just a few. We find out that in the animal kingdom, rats, they don't vomit very well, and that's why rat poison works. Horses don't really have a very good gag reflex either. There's something called a sea cucumber That's in the ocean. It ejects its entire digestive tract when afraid of predators in attempts to scare it away. It can grow back a new one and it's fine. Frogs, we also mentioned this one week. Frogs can turn their stomach inside out to clean out all those rocks and sticks that stuck to their tongue when they're shooting their tongue out for bugs. And then they suck the stomach back in and it works just fine. And I'll leave you with this final very strange wacky fact about vomiting. Whales in the ocean vomit regularly. Every week or two, they clean out all of the indigestible items that they swallow when they're going for krill. and. If that vomit petrifies, it hardens, it can actually be very valuable if found. Super strange, isn't it? I mean, humans are pretty weird. It's called ambergris, and it can be so valuable that in auctions, it can fetch $70,000. In fact, there's one that's thought to be as valuable as about $3 million, and that's just literally a lump of vomit. (laughs) Okay, that's all I have for you this week. We are gonna do one more Friday trivia question and series of wacky facts. So stay tuned for next Friday. That's gonna be the last time I go through some of these just to try and give you some fun things to look forward to each and every Friday during the COVID-19 pandemic. So stay tuned, May 22nd, that'll be the last one that we do. And I really appreciate everybody listening and tuning in. Also stay tuned as our eighth grade hosts are wrapping up their season two of the Life is the Future podcast. We're gonna do two more recordings with them as well. Okay, until then, thanks for tuning in.